consumers want to take more control over their own health. So about mm-hmm. uh, 75% nowadays said, okay, I want to be more in charge of myself, my own health. So what are the solutions, the everyday solutions on that part? And that's the part where we're trying to play in, of course. Wellness and self-care have been trending topics for years now, and COVID-19 has only accelerated this trend. I'm Lauren Stiving, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Today, we're joined by the VP and Head of Commercial Excellence, EMEA, at GSK, Bass Forsteveld. Bass is an energizing, broadly experienced general manager with a proven track record to lead and engage teams to grow the business faster than competition. He has experience in several industries across FMCG, OTC, and consultancy in the Netherlands, Portugal, Belgium, and Luxembourg. Hi, Bass. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, doing fine. Thanks. So yeah, excited to jump into this topic. I mean, you know, everything that's been going on in the world this year has put self-care as a topic and as a trend at the center of a lot of conversations. So what are some of the latest trends that you've seen this year in self-care? Yeah, thank you for that question. It has been an exciting year for all of us. And I think maybe before I start explaining about that one, it's good to express what is self-care. I think when I talk about self-care, I think I see there's people trying to improve their health, but they use products for that where they don't need to get a prescription. So that could be categories like OTC medicines, but as well vitamins. Um, So what we have been seeing over the last few years, uh, this category has been growing a lot because people are getting older. And as you get older, you get my minor illnesses that could be muscle pain or arthritis, for example. And there are a lot of solutions available in these categories and where we as a manufacturer are trying to find solutions for Consumers want to take more control over their own health. So about mm-hmm. uh, 75% nowadays said, okay, I want to be more in charge of myself, my own health. So what are the solutions, the everyday solutions on that part? And that's the part where we're trying to play in, of course. Of course, with COVID, the whole discussion accelerated. I had some uh, interviews over the last few months. We did a kind of a consumer immersion with all the leadership teams within uh, GSK, talking to consumers. And what struck me over there, it was consumers were not only talking about their self anymore, but also much more interested in the health of their friends or their family, okay. uh, especially related to COVID. And they want to be sure that their, their parents were healthy, uh, how, what could they do in that way. And as well, what can I do to prevent to be Uh, still healthy. So categories like vitamins have been exploding over the last uh, few months. And then if you look a bit from the government perspective as well, they have been starting to become more and more interested in self-care because this is normally not a category that's uh, that's interesting for them. But they see that uh, using self-care in a different way, it can relieve the pressure on the system. And I'm not sure if you had to go to a doctor lately, but it's really hard to get in because a lot of people uh, want to make an appointment, but Mm -hmm. with COVID there are a lot of restrictions. We already have seen in some Western European countries that there was a massive pressure on the doctor. COVID only accelerated. What you see over there is that consumers started to think out, okay, to think, well, what can I do differently? How can I still and manage my own health? How can I get access to information? And digital has been exploding. And one of the things with COVID that has been really changing, I think overall for not only for self-care, but for a lot of categories, digital in self-care made a massive change. Some people say 10 years in a few months. People were not normally buying a lot of OTC products online. 
in the last few months, this has been moving tremendously, meaning that our customers were starting to reach out, help me out. How do I get the right information online? How can I sell online? How do I connect with this consumer online? And as well, you start governments to think through, okay, what would be our policies around that one? Should we change something on that way? A last point, I think also very interesting is the economic value of this self-care category. In the US, they did some calculation that every dollar spent on self-care saved them $7 in the total system because people don't need to go to the doctor anymore and it will cost money and more prescriptions will go out. The excess to more products for a consumer will mean that some uh, categories, for example, stop smoking that used to be prescribed in the past nowadays you can get that in most countries in europe just at the pharmacist this category doubled the number of people using these products and that's important because we want people to stop smoking but then we also know that normally not the first time they're succeeding because they're mentally not ready yeah there was this kind of trigger if i first have to go to the doctor again then he might see that i didn't succeed so by giving this access for products where we know that they are safe to use we have seen big changes So for you, then self-care is everything over the counter. And then once it gets to prescription, then it is professional care, which I think varies a bit from country to country. And yeah, that's my next question. You know, how you've seen self-care in the different regions. So from Asia to US to Europe, in terms of how developed it is and how quickly it's developed since COVID. Yeah. Let let me start uh, with Europe already. Within Europe, every country has its own health system. We don't have one Europe. So it can be that when you go to a pharmacy in Belgium, you could get a product. For example, if you have nasal decongestion, you can buy it over there. If you go 10 kilometers further on and you're in France, it's not available for you. You need to go to the doctor. And the access to products and the way governments look at self-care is very differently and depending on the healthcare system in that country. And I think there's a massive opportunity and that's discussions we're having as well with the governments in Europe. Can we give more access to consumers to take care of their own health? When you compare that uh, to the US, this market is, you have much more access, uh, much more products are switched because they have seen there's no risk for the consumer when you start using it yourself. If you get a good advice, either you get the advice from a pharmacist or maybe getting the uh, information online and if you look at asia that system again also again depending by country in asia you have also differences by country you see in india for example 52 percent of the population is really depending on otc and that's their first way to go to because they don't directly have access to doctors for example a big difference i would say amongst all the regions we have and and especially for europe big opportunities as well to think through how can we give consumers access to the products they need if they want to work in their own health and Mm -hmm. to really take better care of themselves. You know, as consumers, how do we find the right information versus the wrong information? Is there websites from the governments currently or when you go to the web, what would we find? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that there, there's a big challenge. Eh? When you go to the web, you can find anything. Most things around OTCs are pretty well organized. So mm-hmm. every country has a setup either by self-regulation or by government that you can't just claim anything around an OTC product. So mm-hmm. if you want to get the right advice, you either go to a brand manufacturer, to a retailer, if retailers are uh, able to sell OTCs in a country, or to pharmacists. And this information is there. It's always 
important for consumers they realize that they go to trusted sites in that part and, sure. and we're really working closely with, with governments to pay attention that there will not information coming up online that is not claiming the right thing so I think we're, especially we're, let me talk about Europe in that part because I have the experience for having worked in different mm-hmm. countries that has been pretty well organized as well when we see things online as manufacturers that are not correct we can call it out and there's a system to go after it of okay. course yeah. when, when you have online there are so many things nowadays with fake news popping up uh, sure. it's harder to manage so so i think there's an educational part towards consumers where do you find the right mm-hmm. information of course you always have the pharmacist where you can get the right information yeah. you are sure that and then that's where we're spending a lot of efforts as well to educate our pharmacists have with the latest information on solutions they have available when you come into a pharmacy or a drugstore that when you go there that information is available in shelf for example that the packaging is clear so there's a lot of work as manufacturers we're working on but agree it's something where we need to pay attention with the, in the world on the online where you can put anything. Huh? Sure, sure. How do you see self-care overall developing as we go into the future? It's a really interesting category. Like I said, people are getting older in the one hand, so the categories are growing. That's what we can't say from all, all fast-moving consumer goods categories. So it's always nice to work in an environment where there's growth, where you see that people are really profiting from that one as well. Hey, you you don't need to have a cold for eight days hey, being decongested. You can have a solution directly. So yeah. it's as well, if I see the number of letters we're getting from consumers, how happy they are if we solve one of their issues, they want to be more in control. And what you see as well, the more and more they uh, start to understand that there are solutions for their problems. So that's really nice with this category. We can still build more penetration, getting more people into this category, helping them to take care better of themselves and to be healthier. If you look at the environment currently and with COVID, it's centrally for people want to be healthy. They want to take care of themselves. There are a lot of innovations happening right now if you link to tech as well and um, medical devices. We work a lot with flu trackers, for example, or hay fever. If you have hay fever and you see in the morning already your app telling you, hey, today is again a tough day. It's better to spray one time. You go out instead of realizing I myself have hay fever. Sometimes I'm out and realizing "Hmm, this is not a good day for me. You can be uh, proactive on that one. We see that governments will start giving more access to products that have proven themselves safe to be used so okay. that the access will increase for people all around Europe, partly because it will help the governments to relieve the pressure on the system so mm-hmm. that the doctors can really spend time to, uh, if you have a problem, if you have cancer, you want to be helped quickly and not have to wait for a few weeks so that the minor illnesses will move more towards uh, the pharmacist thanks to this access and as well directly helping them to save costs. And I think the last part is that is really uh, important is information and education around these categories. How to prevent that you go online and you'll find things that are absolutely not true. How can we help consumers to go to trusted environments? And that could be government-related websites like the NHS, for example, in the UK, branded websites that are all under control from the government so that consumers really have the access where they want to be. I think I've worked now in this industry 14 years. Isn't it? Incredibly interesting industry. It's growing. A lot of things are happening. Health is more and more important. You really make a difference on a daily basis to the consumers. So you have impacts. I see a lot of young people joining as well nowadays in our industry because they want to work somewhere with a purpose. This is the industry where you can make a difference. Yeah. 
Well, Bass, thank you so much for sharing this. I can feel your passion and energy for it. And and I appreciate you coming on our podcast today. Uh, Thanks for inviting me. And uh, it was good to be here.